0: Good afternoon. It's podcast time in Austin, Texas. My name's Dave. Welcome to the Too Much Dip podcast. On this here podcast, we talk sports and other stuff, too. But it's not just me. I'm going to host today, but I'm going to introduce a guy who's on the show every time, almost every time. His name's Dylan Chivaree, or Chivaree,
1: as uh, the car girl pronounced it. Actually, she pronounced it Chevere. 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 And I asked her her to say it uh, numerous times as it uh, turned me on every time she did so. Straight up bricked up. Yeah. Yeah. Maricela. Okay. (laughs) Shout out (laughs) Maricela. Yeah. I hate that
2: I kind of had a Latin prediction going on just by the uh, pronunciation y'all were throwing out, but I'm glad that my mental image matched up to the name.
1: Chevere is slang for cool in Mexico. Oh, if you went
0: by Dylan, Dilly Cool, that could be a thing. I mean, mm. I don't know if it works now since you're almost 40, no offense. I don't think I like that. As a, as like a teen, though, or like a college kid. Cool Dylan.
1: I am. D uh, Cool. Sneaky Cool, too. Cool D? Not. Yeah.
2: Hey, happy to be here, man. KJ, what's up with
1: you? KJ. Uh,
2: your boy is, uh, you know, in cloud nine. Just happy to have another day here with you you fellas. I was going to say folks or gentlemen, whatever. Yeah. Um, I was going to come in here all shit hot. Like I shouldn't be cussing this early in the pot. I'm sorry. But I was going to come in here very, very confident and excited to brag um, about a dad skill that I think I might be top 5% in the nation on. And that's uh childhood lunch design and execution. But then I realized I probably should wait until like, I get to the point where I'm taking photos of my kids' lunches um, because I don't know how you gentlemen feel or if you've ever been the one responsible for that, but there's not a day that uh, Kai goes to school and doesn't pop up the lunchbox and go like, damn, five stars across the board.
0: Just good presentation. He says, damn.
2: I'm, I hope so.
0: Well, okay. so we don't really <laughs> have to worry about this as much anymore because where where my son goes to daycare, they provide, which is really nice. Yeah. But- Back in the day, when I was on roads duty every morning, Rhodes, my son, uh, I was making his lunch, and it always felt half-ass, like, <laughs> I was just like, I would, like, chop up some pineapple, like, here's some pineapple he'll probably eat, oh, here's some, like, lunch meat that he's probably, definitely not eating, um, and then, like, maybe some guac, he does eat the guac, he put the guac in one and you're looking at it and you're like, there is value in this nutritionally speaking, Mm -hmm. but this just doesn't, (laughs) this feels half-assed.
2: I may over like embellish the voice and the judgment. It's like a blind chopped feeling that I get when I'm knocking out breakfast. Like I could be on season two of the bear. I'm just saying like, it's that kind of pressure cooker. I put myself in, in the 10 minutes to get out the door. but the whole time i'm like this lunch is going to go to school his teachers are going to pop open the little uh you know I, I don't know what you call the lunch boxes that have uh like bento box style mm-hmm. like dividers in them they're gonna pop that bad boy open teachers gonna be like oh, did you see what kai's sent with them
1: that's like, really what you're doing that's You're trying to I'm impress the for. teachers what's really helpful is when your child is able to communicate with you and so when you get like a, your lunch back the end of the day Mm and you open it it's like oh yeah like 12 percent of what i made him he must have hated it (laughs) but he can't tell me that himself now my son being eight years old he's like hey can you put this in there because the other stuff i don't like it can you stop doing that like okay that's fair thank you for letting me know feedback is really helpful sometimes yeah communication is key in this relationship so um yeah you're what i'm trying to say is your lunch game is only going to get stronger as your kid gets older he's developed uh, a palette that is uh very very prone to
0: peanut butter which i love because peanut butter is easy i like peanut butter everybody likes
1: peanut butter we're all on the same Mm. page here i know this this guy it's my favorite thing ever so yeah you could say i like it
2: daycares are a no nut center usually usually
0: that's right but at home peanut butter is like the go-to if he needs to be if he wants to if he's freaking out you offer him a little peanut butter he's good starts every morning with one of those squeezy yogurts a little greek yogurt thing Every morning, it's great, because all I have to do is twist the cap, but not completely off, because he wants to do it. He's at the the, the stage where he yells, no, I do it. No, I do it. Like, all right, dude, I freaking know. God. (laughs) I got to see a little Rhodes action over the weekend real
1: quick, but I saw him.
0: You saw Oh, yeah. He got to witness his daddy have a real
1: fun meal, a real fun flauta meal. Yeah, they've got flautas. He had a lot of fun at dinner
2: it's just a, mm, just a fun meals
1: order. just fun
0: and he was just over there housing queso yeah i try to dap him up he's like nah fam queso is bait to him he loves queso he like craves it. we'll get home and he'll be like i want more queso we're like we can't just eat it all the time
1: just feed me queso oh
0: my god we oh, just give me queso i <laughs> hey, paired with some wine okay no. sorry sorry we're, we're mixing bits um Hey, this here's a podcast, folks. Thanks for subscribing. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um next week, it should be noted, we don't have a show. Maybe if something pops up, we'll do a bonus show, but Monday, we're not in the office. Monday is the 3rd and then Tuesday is the 4th. So there are no pods, no wash pads going off on Monday. Just letting you guys wow. know. Or Tuesday for that matter, unless someone's doing a pre-recording one. But who knows? That being said, Go follow us on social Instagram, Twitter. Too much dip pod, too much dip podcast. You'll like it. The people are liking. It's trending in the right direction. People like memes. We do memes. We post clips there. Shout out to Randy and Cool Adam for uh, helping with the clips. Follow me on Instagram and Twitter. I'm gonna. We're gonna do a plug off the top. We need to grow these socials. These personals. At DC Ruff on Instagram. At D Carter on Twitter. Dylan. Plug yourself
1: at D Shivery on Instagram and Twitter. That's C H E V E R E R E. A lot of E's. KJ, your complicated at, name
2: at KJ Ellis. Ones is the L's simple as that. <laughs> also shout out to uh, the listeners uh, as I, I will soon be having conversations with, uh, I believe the spouse of a listener regarding uh, you know, mm. my next living options next year. So, uh, you know, it's a two way street here on Too Much Dip Nation. Pop in those DMs if you got something constructive.
0: Look at that. You linking and building?
2: Trying to. Trying to. We'll see. Very cool. Still in the option, still in the 24 uh, know, month option period. So just need to get out ahead of things before winter comes.
0: I got you. <laughs> um, do you guys mind if we start off with some news that's hot off the presses? I won't say it's breaking and a lot of it's speculation based, but. But I think we're going to get the Jets on hard knocks.
1: How are we I feeling it.
0: about it? Um,
1: I think this is the best outcome, right? I, it, I, it seems – I know that they just obviously signed a very veteran quarterback. It seems like a, a young, fun team. You got Sauce, you got Garrett Wilson, some other guys. There are some other guys. (laughs) And then you got Zachy Zachy Wilson. You got the old vet a Raj. You got Zach Wilson. That's
0: right. You got that dynamic. Uh,
2: He just got smoked. He's still there, right?
0: He's still there. Still there. Um, Yeah. So per a league source, this is from NBC Sports, the Jets are bracing for the preseason hard knocks assignment. Despite making known publicly and privately their lack of interest in serving as the focal point of this year's show, well, I don't think a lot of people realize you don't really have a say. You're gonna <laughs> do it. There are a, a number of teams. There's there's criteria. Were you guys aware of the mm-hmm. criteria to be on nope. uh, Hard Knocks? Tell me what the criteria. The exempt
2: is. list. I think I knew of. Okay.
0: Under a formula developed several, several years ago, the teams that can be compelled to do it include those without a new head coach, those who have not been to the playoffs in either of the last two years, and those that have not been the subject of the show for the last 10 years. Interesting. Did not know. I didn't either. Um, so the Jets, they can't decline. Had...
2: Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Have we had the Jets or Giants at all, ever? Don't believe so. I guess we might have had the Jets because we got the... Um, the Rex Ryan Jets? Uh, maybe Rex Ryan, but the... Gosh, I'm, I'm blanking on his name, the safety, who goes to the facility and the door's locked. You get that No, uh, thrown hard out knocks. there? Right oh, yeah, Jamal yeah, Jamal yeah. Adams, I want to say.
1: Jamal Adams, yeah, that sounds right. I don't uh, know if that was a hard knock. But either way, uh, yeah.
2: like, not recent. I'm just
0: curious. 2010 hard knocks the New York Jets with Rex Ryan. There you go. Okay. There you go. All um, feet. May have been a little, oh, okay. That's fair. He does have a foot fetish, which I'm not judging. Um, did you see that girl on 6th Street rolling around in horse poop?
1: We don't know her. We don't Maybe, know her. All right. But we
2: <laughs> having, not, having not listened to today's circling back, my bingo board uh, for the day uh, was just one square, and it was that photo. So, uh, yeah. I assume that square, yeah. uh, it can be checked and, you know, back to back wash media pods where apparently first 10 minutes, according to David of that one, you also talked about hard knocks minus a letter or two.
1: He's talking about boners. <laughs> yeah. You did bring up boners in the first, like 45 uh, seconds. I just wanted <laughs> to get <laughs> out in front of it. There's a group text, um,
0: that somebody on the show might be in. And I just, he was strangely silent yesterday. He didn't really weigh in either way, but.
2: I was very, very, uh, occupied with, uh, uh, under the weather eight or I guess 13 month old, um, with snotty nose all day. So I was just not in an ability to defend myself against any allegations, um, or really establish where I fall on the, uh, you know, above or below the Mendoza line, if you will.
0: Yeah um i was i was surprised to see that the the general rule or the the average is eleven wait we're talking about way times, above my pay grade <laughs> times a man typically gets uh
1: becomes erect fully aroused that's a twenties game in your twenties sure i my that, my that makes thought... me feel so
2: much better I was terrified because i i just didn't didn't even know what to say because i i didn't know what the others had said i missed that part so like, i'm not keeping up.
0: My only thought was that I just thought double digits was in play. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying I'm out there putting up big boy numbers. Oh, I
1: got I got high T. My name is David Ruff. Podcaster. Shut oh. up,
0: dude.
2: Okay. <laughs> no one cares. I legit said, like, maybe I need to go re-up my neutrophil. Like, is that the secret?
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, somebody's telling on himself here. Uh, look, I you don't expect Dylan to be the low T guy, but – Earlier this morning on the circling back, he did come in. He said two a day. And
1: I just thought two was a little low. I said two to three on average, excluding um, morning wood and excluding like when you actually are. Morning wood's in play. Stimulated by As uh, is that. Fe- the female form. Yeah, you see, you're, okay. you're applying a random. I'm talking no reason anecdote.
0: Yeah, yeah, and that's not part of the, the inquiry here. It's just boners in general. You said it didn't include morning wood. No, I said it does. I said it doesn't include the ones that you get while you're sleeping. How do you even know about those? I don't know, fucking science.
1: Okay. Well talk, then, talk to yeah, a that, doctor. Literally. Then that'll change my numbers.
0: There you go. There you go. This guy's trending in the right direction. This mm-hmm. T's I can feel the T coming back up. Uh that doesn't really have anything to do with this segment. Um, that's what we call uh going off the beaten path, if you will. Um Oh, come on. Did you guys see okay. uh did you guys see where Aaron Rodgers... uh was advocating for psychedelics, ayahuasca, at a conference in Denver. A lot of people making jokes about this online. Main, I think, mainly because the cast of characters. There, Jaden Smith was there for some reason. Um,
2: linebacker, Cowboys.
0: No, no, the other Jaden Smith. Uh, that's Will Smith's kid, right?
2: Oh, uh, yeah. feature. Yes, 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 yes. Can't remember the name of the movie they did together, but but let's just say karate kid
0: are there still people out there who like see this and they're like dude aaron Rodgers what a fucking clown like he's fucking advocating for psychedelics to treat depression what a fucking idiot
1: what a pe- <laughs> what a piece of fucking shit that take 10 15 years ago would would give them some criticism for 100 percent. i don't i don't i think now it's like i think
0: five years ago i think science backs it up now right it does and i i saw some snark and i get like Aaron Rodgers is polarizing for a number of reasons. He says a lot of stuff and he like many people who have done ayahuasca when they talk about it, you're kind of like, all right, all right, cool. Um, you know, we didn't we didn't need this level of detail. Um, but it's a good thing. It's a really good thing uh that he's doing this. And I I don't know. I know this is something that, that happened like last week and it made the rounds. We're a little late on it, but I did th- I did think that was interesting. But cool. I don't I, think he deserves any criticism, criticism for it. Criticism.
2: I, I think that, um, you know, it's not an entirely original thought, but good uh, Goodman uh, typically says that Cheech and Chong are one of the worst things to happen to like the pro-legalization weed movement. Like those are the worst Char- not characters, but like you don't want them being people, yeah, that you don't want that representation. I don't think Aaron Rogers is bad. I think that every body that Aaron Rogers has associated with during this period of his like life is not helping him out, <laughs> like you know you say what you will about Joe Rogan, think what you will, like I'm not here to state an opinion on, him, but like a very polarizing for a lot of reasons figure uh. Maybe you're the heir to the flashlight uh, fortune. That's <laughs> he was there too. A very polarizing figure. <laughs> you he know, was to there be too. Associated with, so I don't think Aaron Rodgers alone is the problem. I think it's that you get Aaron Rodgers plus this cast of characters.
0: KJ, I'm I'm really happy you brought that up because you did tie this together with something that we said had nothing to do with this segment when you re- mentioned pole arising. Um, I just want to say, props to you for making that connect.
2: <laughs> it's a stretch, David. That is a stretch. no, no, no Not stretch. That doesn't count if, stretch, if stretch.
0: Stretch. doesn't count if you stretch. Doesn't count if you stretch. you're allowed to stretch. Yeah, People stretching happens, but it's just it. It's inflating numbers. It's really hurting the game. Yeah, Aubrey <laughs> Marcus
1: is the one interviewing him here, or they're sitting together talking, like panel interview style. Um, a mark. Yeah, yeah. It's it's the whole culture around it that I think it it turns some people away yeah it's like you go get a weird tattoo and you stay in a cabin you know alone it's like that whole just i don't know it's cabin culture maybe so (laughs) man i don't know (laughs) plus you hang out with goofballs like aubrey marcus um yeah it it paints you in a little bit different would it make you what he's saying at its core i think has a lot of merit would it change your mind if instead of a cabin it was a cottage (laughs) if it was a cot we're talking like a nice uh, made of trees tranquil little cottage somewhere Oh, we're talking made of cheese, which ba brook. famously a high source of protein, right, which
0: yeah, looks is a like culture
2: like of
1: sorts regurgitated
0: cheese um do it for the culture, <laughs> do it for the cottage culture Oh, uh,
2: nothing I'm gonna say is of any value. I don't even know what to i, I can't add anything
0: yeah uh, we've done nothing. I don't even know if we've advocated for this. that was kind of the intention, but here we are,
2: oh, I'm sorry, the ayahuasca um. What would you call it like uh ceremony like journey, the group, whatever the conglomeration Dramatis. of people interested in uh, in ayahuasca they were really on to something positive when like the visual representation was hot lady goes to Tulum you know and and has an experience. I think people's eyes drew to that, and then a lot of the talk afterwards was like listening to ninety percent of. Miss Universe pageants between like ninety five and 08. like you weren't getting anything uh, as to the why or anything selling you on it beyond that. So, getting Aaron Rodgers to be the follow up to that act, I'm just not there yet. Uh, but I'm certainly not standing in anyone's way.
0: I'm perfectly fine, and actually do enjoy listening uh, people describe their experiences. I think that's I think it's it's interesting, very cool. But you know, that's where I draw the line you know me you give me one cbd that's all i need <laughs> shout out to early bird use code backer 20.
1: <laughs> backer actually
0: oh just backer my bad mm-hmm. My I'm bad. thinking of roback of course oh crap you know they all they all run together with the codes hey what if i hit you with this code it's a code for mugsy our good friends at mugsy they're back they make the most comfortable jeans chinos shorts and joggers ever i'm gonna hear i'm gonna ride for their t-shirts mentioned it earlier one of my in my rotation top three t-shirt is a mugsy t-shirt it's fantastic you told me i look like scott Disick in it which i took as a total compliment fantastic stuff at mugsy
1: the bread and butter of course is the jeans the most comfortable jeans you're ever going to wear they have the uh, the summer cool max ones that i've yet to get my hands on but they're apparently even like lighter and cooler than the regular jeans which is they're already impressive enough as is very comfortable hold up well fit perfectly Love them. Frankly, Dylan, they're the best thing to happen to legs since chairs. That's fair.
0: You know what I mean? The guys at Muggsy have one mission in life. Give every guy the confidence to walk blindly into their closet, reach out, and know whatever they pick will have them looking good and feeling even better. That is a good place to be. There's nothing worse than running a little late, kids running around, you know, farting around, doing what kids do. You're looking in the closet for something, and you got nothing. That's why I'm very, very thankful for Muggsy. It's fantastic. The Coolmax denim, like Dylan said, it's like air conditioners for your legs. Mm -hmm. And I got to tell you, as a guy who had to wear jeans over the weekend, I needed my Coolmax. I'll be straight up honest with you. I needed them. I I opted for a different pair, and that was a very dumb move because it's very hot outside. No offense, but you're an idiot. I am an idiot. I love the joggers. I love everything. Go from the backyard barbecue to the bar in one swift motion all summer long. You could go from the boardroom right up to the discotheca. Head to Muggsy.com and get 10% off now using code BANG. That's 10% off some of the most premium jeans, chinos, swimwear, and shorts on the internet. Mugsy also offers free shipping and returns, so there's absolutely no risk in giving them a try. If you're in Chicago, Boston, D.C., or Austin, Texas, make sure you head downtown and check out their storefront as well. Easy vibes every time. Enjoy a beer while you shop. Or just go to Mugsy.com and use code BANG. Baseball time here, huh? The 24 and up club, KJ. Explain.
2: This is not the sign that was outside of Dylan's house in college. That's Come on. Man. Delete that. Uh, That's not a the bad... weekend.
1: Yeah, I was younger. Yeah. Was...
2: Okay. Yeah, sure.
0: could have. That could have gone way worse. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Hand up. He was into older women. Zig when they zag. I was into women my age. I mean, frankly. <laughs> same birth dates only um yeah over the weekend we had two wild ass baseball scores first off the angels became the first uh major league baseball team to score 20 runs across two innings beating the rockies in colorado 25 to 1 the wild ass part about it to me is that otani was only one for seven on the day left five on base he had one rbi with that uh one hit is he washed he did half but just uh is he holding them back? Do they need to drop them in the order?
0: I think they need to move him now while his value is like not completely tanked. They should probably just dump him for like a, you know like a couple prospects to Texas. Uh, yeah, that was a fun score. That's always a fun one when you open up the ESPN app and look at the look at the box score and you're like, oh, Rangers had a game like that. Uh, I don't. Maybe it was two decades ago against the Orioles. If you remember, I think they put up like 30, but it was definitely not across two innings.
2: Still Holds the record, I think, for most runs in a at some in, point. without extra innings. Do
0: we know how soon uh, the Rockies went to a position player?
2: I do not. I know their starting pitcher, um, through 55 pitches. I think he was there through three innings, maybe, yeah, through two and some change because all of this all hell broke loose in the third and fourth innings. Um, so when you pop up the box score in the fourth inning it was 20 to nothing at that point i think it got all the way up to 20 uh uh 23 nothing or maybe 24 nothing before the rockies added one on the on the board dylan you famously
0: off you famously played some baseball on your day yeah what's that like if you your pitchers out there getting shelled and all you want is a pitcher
1: and instead you get a belly itcher uh-huh right uh it's it's <laughs> it's different totally different experience i was gonna say playing baseball went to Anderson High School we played in a very poor baseball district there are a lot of games like this we were on the the winning side of it thankfully uh there, there comes a moment that you just get really you you don't you don't feel great about what you're doing to the other team guys the guys out there are just throwing his heart out and you're just shelling his ass like you got a, a young Dave out there and you're just wow. you know you're just absolutely unloading on this guy I shouldn't and,
0: be the face of
1: of getting shelled uh, I just shouldn't be there's a it weighs on your conscience a little bit these guys are obviously professional athletes it's a very different situation but um being on the losing end of that i can't imagine that that's any fun at all yeah you so you would never been you would never no, been on that side of I've it i've never taken a beating like that before because you stepped in you mark Wahlberg did you were like, no we were just we were just we were good we we, we, had, we were ranked first in state my senior year for quite a while actually. okay so we were just, and running. I imagine there's some run rule
2: situation in baseball in there high is, school as well.
1: But like, you have to get to a certain inning before it actually kicks in. Oh. So you you can get up 25 runs, and it's the third inning. Like, <laughs> ah, fuck, we got to play like two more, <laughs> and you just feel bad about it.
2: I dumb probably baseball dumb guy question. Aside from just embarrassing the pitcher that's out there, and assuming that he's not having a poor performance due to potential injury like at what point do you just say hey man just keep at it to the pitcher oh <laughs> uh, yeah
1: just fight like, through you it you know I we're think, yeah.
2: losing anyway i'm not i'm not cutting into the bullpen we, like we need you to committing. i think
1: you, you you'd have a frank conversation with them. you're like look we're running out of arms here just try to throw strikes let's get out of here don't don't try to you know uh don't try to do too much we're going to rotate some guys in so you don't over you know you know throw your arm out but just try to throw strikes let's get out of here kind of thing uh we, kj drops but yeah those aren't fun games for anybody really yeah they are fun if you're like if you happen to catch one on tv and you're just you're
0: home that night for or whatever and you just pop it on and you just watch if it's your team
1: it's so fun i would i would try to use games like that to pad my stats yeah we, we, we played there's a team in our in our district uh called reagan and they were not good at all. I think my my senior my junior senior year combined, I was probably like 22 of 24 against them. Just, you know, really padded my stats. Let's see if we can get KJ. 22 of 24 is pretty good. I'm telling you, it was it was just <laughs> Wait, so you bat, it like, was batting practice. You batted like 950 against this I game? may be exaggerating a bit, but uh games like that really uh were very good to my batting average. Oh, I love that. Yeah. yeah, getting KJ back in the mix here um
0: yeah we got we haven't even really talked college world series i feel like from like a character front um personality wise there was the, the the virginia guy a couple weeks ago who had a fun interview but it's been a little quiet on that front
1: on the um, lsu's got some characters on that team lsu's got some characters and they are actually they're the favorite their the favorite today the guy that hit the game winning home run game one of the championship series that guy's a character. He's got kind of long hair. He's got some chains sticking out, and uh, but yeah, you're right. Yesterday, obviously, Florida tied up the uh, championship series with an absolute shellacking. They beat LSU twenty-four to four, and uh, we got we got the deciding game three tonight. LSU could win the College World Series with a negative six
0: run differential in the series. Speaking of run differential, it should be noted that uh, the Angels did lose that series uh, against the Rockies no over the shit. weekend despite that. Yeah. What is uh, their problem? The mass They're just They're just not
1: good. They have two They don't have good arms. talents in that offense. Yeah. That's and one and, of them is also a really good pitcher. That's another good point. <laughs> and <laughs> they just they just stink.
0: Yeah. Um I don't really have a a, a dog in this fight. I it, SEC it just means more. It is kind of nice seeing um, a good series. I think everybody, I, I don't know, early on I think ALSU has always been the favorite and I think people thought they were going to have a pretty easy path. So it was nice seeing them get humbled uh, a little bit. Any word on KJ? Oh, I love when that happens. Um, we can talk about a baseball story that happened last week and its it does hit a little close to home.
1: I was going to mention that Jack Caglianone? Caglian think his name is uh just became the all-time leader in uh in home runs called d1 home run leader within a certain era because you know like they have different they've introduced different bats throughout and this current bat era he is the home run king at 27. okay no he is more than that i should i should have probably been more prepared to to give that statistic but anyway that's okay that guy who hit just an absolute fly ball that the wind that the uh wind carried out of the ballpark last night to give him the lead oh yeah. He did. Metal bats. He did. KJ, what's up?
2: All right. Sorry I missed that, I, you know, whatever.
0: Well, I wanted to bring up the uh the home plate controversy from last week as it did uh it did hurt uh our little Texas Rangers. Um and then we had another incident uh I think out around uh, San Diego way uh the next night. But I don't know how familiar familiar you guys are with the uh, what the home plate rule is and what exactly happened, of course, with Jonah Heim, the Rangers catcher, who uh, appeared to be behind the plate or to the side of it in exactly the location you would want a catcher to be to not block the plate and not create the risk of injury. We all saw it happen to Buster Posey uh, many years ago. But uh, upon review, when the Chicago White Sox reviewed it, they said no. He to, was blocking the plate illegally. To
1: get that call wrong live would have been really bad because he was clearly not blocking the plate. To get it wrong after a review is absolutely one of the most inexcusable bad calls I've seen in baseball maybe ever. It was that it was that poor. That
0: yeah, bad. you're you're it, echoing I uh, don't understand. Bruce Bochy's uh, sentiments as well. Um he said as much, but um apparently the crux of the rule it is not when it's It's not um, when the runner is uh, sliding into home. It's it's whether uh, while the catcher is waiting to field the ball being thrown home if he's blocking the plate because it can alter their base path. So basically, as soon as Elvis – it was Elvis Andrews, by the way, rounding third, and, and Heim was to the side of the plate or in front of the plate on the plate, actually – and then as soon as he got the ball, he backed up to you know the side behind the plate, tagged him out, obviously. So it's just a very, very confusing rule. Um, it says a catcher shall not be deemed to have violated rule uh, 6.01 I2 unless he has both blocked the plate without possession of the ball or when not in a legitimate attempt to field the throw and also hindered or impeded the progress of the runner attempting to score. Does that give you tired head at all?
2: Anytime you start uh, quoting sections and subsections, mm-hmm. you go into your legalese. It's just like I get it, but hey, you like just name it, name it, the name the rule. Like that's where football gets some things somewhat correct.
1: You also have to exercise a little common sense in situations like this. Did the catcher make any attempt to block the plate at all? The answer is clearly no. And not only that, but when he, the guy slid in, when when Andrews slid in, he had a clear path to the plate. It was not impeded whatsoever by the catcher. And I I just don't get it. But what are you going to do?
0: Ultimately cost the Rangers the game as it was the uh, go-ahead run in the eighth. And that was the one game they lost in Chicago. So who knows? It was a tie ball game at the time, obviously. And you don't love to see it, but uh, some clarity. I'm still not sure what is more confusing, the uh, home plate rule or pass interference. Uh, Pass interference might have a little bit more subjectivity uh involved but uh who knows what kj
2: how how will they ever recover from uh losing that point zero zero six percent of their season mm-hmm. that's not accurate I don't know why I'm actually it actually accurate hundred and sixty two games. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um plenty hey, a lot of baseball to be played. You know what <laughs> yeah. I mean? That's what they say uh KJ, do you have anything on the college world series we we just touched on a little bit no, no, no. Hit us I, I think i
2: overwrote my notes there so uh i feel like if you read those people know all that i had to say
0: My my take and my non in the weeds take does it feel like there weren't as many like fun college baseball wild ass characters this time around or have i just not been paying as much attention i, I was pulling <laughs> lsu had
2: them lsu had them wake Forest was a fun team to watch florida i don't know how but i missed Whatever their games were to get to the World Series final, um, so I can't really say much about them up until this embarrassment the other day. But LSU's gotten a lot of prime time TV time. I think they were picked to be that team going into the season, and you know if they pull this off, then preseason rankings are correct. So they're a fun team to watch. Doesn't hurt when, uh, Libby Dunn's just sitting uh, behind home plate somewhere signing autographs for you know dads and uncles around the country but
0: is she over there risen up dads and uncles
2: (laughs) she was at one game i don't know that she's there regularly but it began to go through my head of like if you're espn why not cut the check like what stops you from saying like this is your marlins man except for there's a reason for her to potentially be there cameras are going to go to her and people would tune in if they're like oh olivia dunn's behind home plate like that's going to get screenshots shared a zillion times. Like, how far are we from, like, micro-influencing college sports with college athletes? Like, that should happen.
1: No, I'm all for more Livy. I'm still getting the <laughs> uh, running back real quick. Oh,
0: okay. Oh, <laughs> I can gosh. see where this is going. Uh, I don't know how deep into the NBA draft um, we want to get, but I do think we would be doing the listeners – a great disservice if we didn't talk about how hilariously huge Wemby is, which I think people knew. It is shocking. But when you see when you see him with former Spurs greats, such as the Admiral, David Robinson, Tim Duncan, Manu Ginobili, and
1: uh, Sean Elliott, okay, I guess I'll great in quotes there. Um, it's hilarious. This picture is wild, and everyone is pointing out, of course, uh, why wouldn't you, that David Robinson, of course, Center, listed at, at I think, seven feet, might be 6'11". Tim Duncan, around the same height as David Robinson, and and he is truly towering over both of them. I think I'm the only one who pointed out that Manu Ginobili, by far the smallest guy in this picture, and looks like a child next to Wimby, is 6'6". Like there looks like a 14 inch difference between he and Wemby. It's truly wild. Manu's kind of getting smoked in this picture. Um,
0: it kind of it's basically like me uh, trying to take a photo with uh, Klein's wedding with his friends yeah. because I was legitimately the only person under 511
1: at this thing. was the shortest guy there i'm not i'm like five nine ish a few of them are six five plus it's yeah it's a little humiliating at times Uh, oh
0: the tippy i was uh, employing the michael weiner tiptoes method uh, on a number of occasions no shame just let you guys know that um we got surprised at all to see wimby went number one
2: Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah i'm surprised they made tony parker stand on a chair to take this photo like that's the only thing that blows my mind is like (laughs) where the hell is he at was was, like he's french too like why isn't he like all over this
0: yeah um i don't know what kind of relationship he has with the the spurs organization uh these days but uh um fairly uneventful draft um don't need to like i could tell you we're not
2: gonna go pick for but pick by pick
0: i can tell you about the mavs and Derek lively and Trade with OKC and picking up a sec uh, another pick in the first round, and like they filled some needs. Uh, Derek Lively, if you watch Duke, which you probably watched a little bit of Duke, you know his game. He's a center. He's just a, he's a, a tall lad. He's no Wemby, but we don't have to get into it. I'm happy the Mavs. I like it when the Mavs take the draft seriously.
2: I 100% agree with that. My only complaints, and I think in the past I've I've come on the show and said. I'm not a fan of college world series. It's too complicated. It's dumb. I feel like an idiot. Here I am probably two, two years later. It wasn't that difficult to realize double elimination, and how it played out in college world series. I'm okay with it now. Um, I probably have complained about us Ryder cup scoring. We'll continue to do so. It's still dumb. Match play scoring dumb. Nothing shines a light to the NBA draft trade protocol and free agency rules. Because, you know, this goes back to the Mavs. As you mentioned, the Mavs traded a pick, blah, 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 picked a guy. But like the trades don't really happen for a week and a half after the draft. And the player has to wear the hat of the team that he was drafted by, much like Luka wearing Atlanta Hawks hats at his draft and Trey Young wearing a Mavericks hat. Like, if we know in real time, just execute the trade as, as, as stated, like like what are you doing falling over yourself to be like nope 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 this is the thunders pick like if they know at the time that's being announced like shams knows 20 minutes ago figure it out like that's it's just annoying um like other than that all i can say is a recap is you know, mavs did get lively we talked about possibilities last week like they didn't get anthony black they didn't get grady dick um i was hoping hoping they got black or dick one of the two, um, but the way that it fell, they were able to do more with their off season by going this route. So
0: when you get done with these shows and you go to your family, do you feel good about what you've done? <laughs> Come on, KJ,
1: do the run it back we thing. Call- we, can't even, we can't even respond to that. <laughs> nothing we can do with that. You actively
0: it's just you, out there. You actively make the show like harder to do for your your pod mates your pod partners <laughs> i mean look kind of pro- how oh, this god
2: it's getting to the point where I, I used to not really care what i was wearing to daycare pick up and drop off like the concept of having to take truck nuts on my vehicle somewhere in public <laughs> does not shine a light to like the thought of What if these people who think I'm an upstanding human being were to hear some of these podcasts and like, I probably should clean it up. We're not. Yeah. I'm not going to whatever.
0: Well, I started (laughs) off, I've started off two shows today with boner talk. So a ship sailed for me a long, long time ago, but mine was science-based. It was a science backed thing. And I'm just asking
2: questions. We we probably should have prepared. I, I should have thrown the photo of Grady Dick, his draft night fit in the rundown. Um, Maybe we can do that in sports party. I'll add it because that deserves some attention to get back, like on somewhat of a serious angle. He f- absolutely won the internet.
0: So. I'm gonna I'm gonna formally request that Randy, when you make the graphic for the show today, you use uh, Draft Night Grady Dick or G Dick, <laughs> as he's known.
1: <laughs> no one calls him. Oh G-Dick. man, someone's
0: called, someone's called him G Dick. God, his name's Grady. <laughs> Okay.
1: Uh
2: there
0: were some trade off season
2: hype. We're gonna be gone two weeks. There's a lot of trade rumors. Did John Collins get go to Utah? Is that official? Yes. Sorry, I didn't, I just saw For Rudy
0: Gay up. in like a second, I think. But yeah. And, That's and it? The, the Twitter's Twitter's having a lot of fun. Um segments of Twitter are having fun thinking about having to go from uh, Atlanta to Salt Lake. Um, <laughs> which
2: I has <laughs> <it's> got <laughs> you know oh it's like from south dallas to southern wisconsin um
0: <laughs> this guy's on fire he's operating at a very high level oh
2: mm. mm. uh, kp only, like yeah
0: no it's it's a fair comp
2: well that's was to say that's the only other trade that i feel like is worth a little bit of our attention the free agents we can let those happen we'll talk about them when we get back
0: KP in Boston. I don't know if that does anything for you. Um, if he could stay healthy, I'm sure he'll be uh, a fine addition to the lads in Boston. Do you think? Do you think the fans will embrace uh, him? Do you think in Boston? Do you think they'll Kristaps?
1: Yeah. Um, I don't know why.
0: I don't know. I'm just curious if that's the type of player that
2: the Southies would really uh, <laughs> enjoy seeing put up. <laughs> 20 and 10 every night I, i'm gonna yes, enjoy them saying his name big chris taps guys oh kp um, yeah <laughs> fucking kp fucking you see him last night Zengus.
0: um <laughs> now the the real one the town
2: recently you're welcome
0: yeah marcus smart ends up uh on the grizzlies chris paul
2: to the warriors
0: what does that do for you does that get you excited for a little uh west coast basketball <laughs>
2: If I was a Seth Curry fan, I'd be sad. Uh, like, what is like for why? Like, I don't, I don't get it. I Obviously, did... Jordan Poole's number was going to be a lot for them to keep. Not like it's that much different from uh, Chris Paul's, but man, I don't like it.
0: Chris Jordan Poole had quite the run. He was a substantial part of a championship team. Uh, then he.
1: <laughs> He got punched in the face by his teammate in the offseason. And clearly hated him ever since. <laughs> they have Yeah. There's shots of him just like yeah. turning his back on him like between yeah, it's hates him. Hates Draymond. And then they got rid of him.
2: I mean, it's just a real Well he got tremendously H in between there, too. We there was some about
0: horniness. Like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, we gotta note that. It's just part of it. Uh no, I did see the note that the Warriors played at the this is kind of the Warriors game. They played at the sixth fastest pace last season. Always a, a fast paced team. You know, they got a lot of cutting. They like to move the ball, push the tempo. Chris Paul, uh, if he's not the slowest, he is the second slowest put point guard in the league as far as pace. So it's the, for me, Dylan, it's a juxtaposition
1: between the two. He's a bit long in the tooth, Dave, which is a slang for what's he, 38, 39? Correct. Yep. Mm. He's both those ages <laughs> maybe, which is really um, old
2: if you're a Grizzlies fan and you upgraded from Dylan Brooks to Marcus Smart, like you've gotta be fucking thrilled, like you had great value, Marcus Smart before, and you've got the real deal now, like kudos to them. That's a huge win by the Grizzlies,
0: yeah, I hate that move as a someone who's in the West and has to deal with the Grizzlies. Um, I really like Marcus Smart. He's a low, he's a DFW guy, right? Where was he?
2: Flower Mound Marcus. Flower Mound.
0: Flower Mound.
2: Yeah, the uh the, West, whatever, the division, central <laughs> division of uh, mm-hmm. the West is going to be interesting. You've got Wimbanyama. You got to think the Mavs went with a 7-1 center that can move to address that. Um, assuming Chet Holmgren is anything up at Oklahoma City, Having White Wimby in the division isn't, isn't a bad thing uh, if you're an KC fan. So It'll Are we calling him White Wimby? <laughs> I read it somewhere, somewhere officially. So, but... Right until the wheels fall off.
0: <laughs> I do like how we've been saying Wimby up until you just you just dominated us and, just, and said the name, his last name correctly, that we were all too scared to botch. Wayne It's not like saying y-
1: Giannis is last. I know, name, but I like, still have no idea. When you look
0: at it uh, on, um, <laughs> on the screen – it does look daunting. Yeah.
2: You know what? I don't know that I could say it if I would have looked at it. I, I can only kind of, you know, on the fly.
1: It's the duality of man. Zion, mix it
2: in there. Take every Anyways, Spurs fan. That's, that's NBA talk.
1: If not overtly, is uh, probably quietly worried about the longevity of Wimby in guys that big with their big feet. And it hasn't gone historically well for guys like that. Hopefully he bucks the trend. But it's a concern. It's a concern,
0: um, you know. I'm, if it works, it's going to work really well. Yeah, that's all we're going to say. And if you could get, you, you get treat- f- four years out of him. Yep, get you a couple titles, bring you back in on the Spurs, Dylan.
2: You treat it like a running back. I'm ready? You, know, you look like you have a six six year window to go all in on how to maximize this guy's, uh, you know, nineteen to twenty five year old window. Man, you talk
0: about. Going all in. I've been going all in on Academy Row gear. I'm rocking the shoes right now as we speak. I wore the the shorts to the gym. I'm
1: rocking the shorts right now. I'll be wearing them to the gym later. Are you? Yeah. That's very cool. Very cool. From there, who knows where I'm going to wear. I thought you looked good today. Thank you. For getting in the zone or just out for
0: the day, Row is a collection of on-trend closet staples made for whatever you're up for and won't weigh you down with loud neons, Oversized logos are impractical fabrics. ROW, that's R-O-W, includes a classic color palette, and inclusive tailored fit that'll always be on trend and versatile enough for errands, dinner, or a low-key low key evening, which we all love. The collections uh, feature shorts, pants, joggers, polos, t-shirts, long sleeves, and different mix and match colorways with sizes ranging from small to double XL. We did a live stream where we uh, smoked some ribs. And we uh, kind of messed around, throwing the football and moving around, being active in Dylan's uh, backyard. We let, looked great. And we had just gotten the, the clothes and we weren't really sure. Like, okay, I guess we'll, we'll throw these on now.
1: Phenomenal. They're a heavy rotation for me, not just to the gym, but like I said, like I wear into to the office. I wear them all the time. I have three pairs of those shorts, and they're just heavily in the rotation right now.
0: you got the hidden pockets. You've got the sweat-wicking fabrics, uh, the tailored, inclusive fit, the tapered styles and classic silhouettes for all body types. But the tonal palette, mix and match and create a look or pair it with your favorite pieces. Moving throughout your day doesn't require a wardrobe change. Each row item is made with soft materials and comfort-first fits designed to make you look good and feel good throughout the day. If you're looking for reliable staples at an accessible price point and shop Row, sold exclusively at Academy Sports and Outdoors. Visit Academy.com slash Row or just go to Academy Sports and Outdoors, a location near you. There's probably one close to you. And it's a fun store. Everybody loves Academy. Academy.com slash row. That's R O W.
1: All right. Oh, is it party time? I believe we're already at the, the part of the program where we party and talk sports at the same time. Interesting. I've been looking forward to it. KJ notes that it's hot dog eating contest season. Hey, that reminds me. Are we still entering in Randy in the corn dog eating contest down the street? If he's up for it, he's kind he of is. hurt now. Uh, he's he kind of interfered with his training. He Is that how you hurt your
0: throat, Randy? Just shoving hot dogs in your gullet?
1: I actually <laughs> updated his job description, and it now includes uh, an annual dog eating contest right down the street so you have to do it now it just means once a year it's okay
2: we'll be there i'll pitch in i'll pitch in
0: what's up with the chestnut
2: uh yeah we're a week out or so from the uh, nathan's famous hot dog eating championship um something that is a part of most of my fourth of july's it's great background noise i would say relatively like a shark week it typically delivers because you know it doesn't do too much 30 minutes an hour total the contest is 10 minutes. Get in and get out, be tactical. Everyone knows at this point it's a little tired, but it's still a spectacle that Joey Chestnut is everything that that contest is. I happened to wander upon his uh, major league eating major league eating profile today. It's just ridiculous. Oh my god. He holds 55 55 world records across 55 disciplines. And I wanted to ramble into them. I think you should leave Skid here, but whatever. Um, including chicken wings, long form, 182 wings in 30 minutes. Look at the hard boiled minute, eggs. Uh, hot dogs. So, I didn't mean to yeah. cut you off. I got
1: really excited. I think the hot dogs are like one yeah. of the least impressive things on this list. Hard boiled mm-hmm. eggs. You thought you were good. This guy's a goat. 141 hard boiled eggs in eight minutes. It was 10 years ago he did that.
0: Is he slopping them up like, first? Are it, you dunking in the hard boiled egg?
1: <laughs> that that has like it's it's hard to eat those quickly because there's the, the the consistency of them you get the yolk the you dried get, yolk you get it dry tight. mouth yeah and it's like oh, it's not is, a
2: holy
0: shit it's not objectively poundable the hard boiled egg that is for sure
2: oh okay um, just saying doing a ki- a quick skim of this list like I don't know that I even want to put us on the on the spot to say like do you think you could even attempt any of these not beat him by Like no frame of the mind, like dude, I don't know that I could survive ten minutes, twenty-eight pounds of poutine. He ate forty-five what? Poutine?
1: Ah, forty-five pulled pork sandwiches in ten minutes. One hundred three crystal burgers. That's a brand, right? Starts with the K. Crystal burgers. Yeah, like
2: White Castle. In eight
1: minutes, I assume they're little guys, like little slider size, but still one hundred three of them.
2: Uh, it's it's a lot. The man is a monster. Um you know major league e- major league eating it's been around long enough to like be respectable and have some organization i looked at their top 50 ranked number 50 uh gentleman from north texas they quoted his lifetime earnings as a major league eater at uh wild guess i think it's about 10 years he's been in it maybe not 10 years but whatever just wild guess what the 50th ranked eater has netted $40,000
1: uh 1300
2: three hundred dollars yeah oh that's not good <laughs> yeah it, like their bio talks shit about him like compares him to being uh to like mark messier he's like messier's made millions in his career
1: oh that's this guy on the thing.
2: other hand three hundred dollars
0: nobody nobody <laughs> talks about the uh pay gap in uh competitive <laughs> eating versus other sports maybe that's something we should get behind
2: you need to
1: organize our competitive eaters out there. one of these records he set in austin Oh, he had twenty-seven mm. HEB True Texas Beef brisket barbecue sandwiches at Circuit of the Americas in ten minutes.
0: That's just a fucking gangster right there.
1: Oh damn. Oh. All
2: right, four chestnut. hours to get out of there. Uh,
0: <sighs> yeah, not a not a fun spot. Hopefully, they had a helicopter for him. <laughs> God, can you imagine getting stuck in that traffic after you just ate all those brisket
1: sandwiches? <laughs> <laughs> right, it's, it's happened to me once. I just had one brisket sandwich, and then I, I wrote an article about it later. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We remember. <laughs> hey, we're getting some
0: more American Gladiators content, KJ.
2: I'm a little bit upset. Like, this is a Dante's Peak Volcano situation here. Uh, you know, I guess a better comparison would be O.J. Simpson documentary drops on ESPN, and then you get one over on FX or whatever at the same time. I hate when this happens, but it happens more frequently now than ever. Um, Netflix doing... Basically everything that we and others said that the other documentary lacked all of the other notable names, all of the stories about steroids and like saying this was a terrible idea. It looks like this one's going to be spun into a series on Netflix. So I'll keep an eye out if there's anything of value to uh, bring to the show. Like, you know, we can chat about it.
0: Okay. Depending on where I'm at uh,
2: Wednesday. Okay.
0: Damn. Okay. Um, you want to finish with Zuck and Elon or you want to talk seven on yeah, seven yeah, real yeah. quick?
2: We'll, we'll skip the next one. Next one, you know, shouts to anybody who attended, played or participated in the state seven on seven tournament. Yeah. It's, it's
0: micro it probably
2: deserves more time. I will save that for when we can talk a little more high school football because 180 plus teams from around the state going into college station in hundred degree weather. It's a pretty cool thing. Uh, you, you know, Mike Roach was
0: there, you know, he Absolutely. was, he was just finding dudes. Mm-hmm. They call him the kingmaker.
2: Yeah. I Love it.
0: Hey, Mike. Uh, Zuck and Elon.
2: Dylan, I feel like this is all you.
1: It, it's okay. The chances this actually happens actually comes to fruition. I'm putting it uh, less than 20%. Dude, I would like to see a billionaire nerd fight. I just don't think it's going to happen. Um, I do think even though he gives up about 80 pounds to Elon, I think Zuck just wipes the floor with his ass so because he trains. here's what I've seen mm-hmm. and the latest I
0: saw was uh, Chel Sonnen, former UFC heavyweight Bell. Um <laughs> he he said that Zuck called him, which I'm like, okay, hold on. He said Zuck called him and said, hey, I'm, we're doing hey. this at UFC 300. Maybe April next year. Um, Dana's talking about it like he wants it to happen, like he's gonna make it happen. I don't I just don't see other than Zuck being like getting to show his uh, training off, um, I just don't see why Elon would ever in any any world accept this. This is such a lose lose, even though he is the bigger guy. I don't know how they would get the the weight differential fixed. I mean, he's is Elon about to cut fifty pounds.
1: You lose a fight to the world's most famous dork um it's not a good look you and you consider the fact that zuck actually trains and like takes this somewhat seriously he knows some some ground moves he knows how to throw hands a little bit um you're setting yourself up for embarrassment and that's one of the main reasons i think it doesn't happen i don't think elon well what did the shareholder that's what i'm saying there you go you have not you don't have much to to gain here (laughs)
2: Uh, Oh, it would be bad. There's like no positive outcome. Like if this was tied to UFC 300, all of the other fighters would protest. They would bitch and moan about how this like makes a joke out of what they do. This would have to be like the puppy bowl equivalent. That's like exclusively streamed on Twitter. Like, I wish that these companies had some sense of direction to be like, Hey, you know what? We're going to bring back Periscope exclusively stream it there. Like, I'd be like, you know what? I will uh, sign up. I'm interested.
0: <laughs> you know, you say that, and I think you're right, generally speaking. But if you're a fighter who's on that card, and you talk about visibility, because Dana said it would be the most watched fight of all time, which I don't really know if that's—I don't know if that's a card I'm paying for. Anyway, you're getting a lot of visibility, and if you're if you're you know have a, a title fight that night, and you get a cut of the pay per view buys. It's pretty lucrative for, for the handful of fighters on that card. But, um, I don't know. I don't want w- talked
2: about, it would not be the most watched. Like this would be the equivalent of the match in golf. Like oh, on God. paper. Yeah. People should love those things.
0: This would suck. It would <laughs> Which just I guess be, that's
2: coming up soon too, huh?
0: You're not gonna, is it? Yeah. They've been doing so many of them. It's, I don't even keep up with it. It's kind of lost its, its punch for me. Um, this is gonna. this would end up being like just, So boring because it's not going to be like two guys like striking, which is what people want to see. It's going to be all on the ground wrestling and just rolling around jujitsu. And it's not going to be particularly good, it's not going to be good at all. And it's like just bad jujitsu sounds terrible. And
2: it's, I I have no desire to see them do like a a quarterback skills competition from like the NFL Pro Day or uh, Pro Bowl days. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah the, the quality of what we're going to be watching if this happens is going to be poor you take away who they are and their net worth and their influence it's just a couple of dorks just fighting and rolling around and i don't it's not going to be entertaining
2: i could be wrong who knows well said uh lastly i do have the 2023 match which is uh three days away from happening at the win las vegas patrick mahomes and travis kelsey versus clay thompson steph curry Probably why you haven't heard of it because it includes no professional golfers this year. Hmm, yeah. I, you just don't do much for me.
1: <laughs> okay. I sound like a Debbie Downer, but I haven't watched a single one of these yet. I feel like I haven't missed much.
0: Who's with? Who's playing with Steph?
2: Steph and Clay, Patty Mac, uh, or not Patty, Pat, Patty Pat Mahomes, and Travis Kelsey.
0: Yeah, that's going to be bad. Uh, Clay doesn't really, he's not a personality guy. Steph, not much either. Kelsey kind of in cut from the the gronk mold of like fun party guy, but I don't know how much he's got, like follow him around for 18 holes or yeah. whatever.
2: Eleven handicap, Clay Thompson 12. Pat Mahomes apparently 7.7. 7. 7. Steph Curry, point one.
1: Yeah, he's good. Yeah, he's he's a, a he's gl- scratched. Very good guy. <laughs> he can he can swing it. He can swing it, he says. Yeah.
0: All right. Well, that concludes the sports party. Callaway guy. He is a callaway guy. We kind of are. Shout out to our old connection there. need a new three iron.
1: Dylan, <laughs> care to run it back for yeah, us? Yeah, we got a quickie today. Uh, running back, of course, the segment during which we talk about what we already talked about. Just give us queso.
0: Oh, my God. Take me back. Take it.
1: Dave brought up boners in the first minute of circling back today, and then again within the first few minutes of too much mm-hmm. dip. Mm-hmm. KJ suggested using sex appeal to get viewers to watch baseball. And finally kj shocks the world with another forced aggressive sexual reference later on in the, in the episode <laughs> and that concludes run it back the big you know, the big and the other trapped. one i'm not going to say i don't know dick he said blank dick or dick blank he said it not me I'm The not man's name is anthony black manager.
0: anthony black he played at duncanville high school okay
1: light skinned surprisingly hey, fun stuff man what
0: i was hoping he would slide to 10 just saying he didn't all right well that was a fun show yeah look Oops. at us just about an hour very cool very sick uh no show next week uh unless something popping comes off we'll maybe do an emergency one later in the week but we'll be back uh week after next so until then everybody have a very nice fourth of july bye-bye
1: bye
2: That's all I know. I don't want my chips playing. I want my chips with the dip. Bring them dips.
1: When my team wins a big game, it's good. But when my team doesn't win the big game, you better look out, Buster. I'm a loose cannon.